What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the 2021 Northern Trust DraftKings Picks and Preview Show. It's the Tour Junkies. DB here. I got Pat Perry with me. We have a jam-packed show tonight. It's going to be, you know, balls to the wall. Nuts to the putts. Um, nuts to the, what's equivalent to wall that rhymes with nuts? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was about to say something, and then I was like, oh. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, good. Nuts, yeah. nuts to Can I say it? Nuts to butts? Yeah, I was going to say nuts <laughs> to the butts. Okay, uh, already off the rails, welcome to the show. It's the strongest field in the history of the World Golf Ranking System. Pretty wild. This is going to be a lot of fun tonight. As always, we're presented to you by, at least for now, we're presented to you. They may choose to cancel us after that, but uh, fantasynational.com slash TJ is where you need to go if you've not yet signed up for Fantasy National Golf Club to get 20% off any membership level that you choose, weekly, monthly, or annual memberships. If you sign up and you love it, and then you upgrade, you still get to keep 20% off for the lifetime of the membership because you told them Tour Junkies sent you. We've been using Fantasy National for four or five years now. It's the one-stop shop for all your stats, data, PGA Tour, licensed information, research, all that kind of stuff. If you're betting on golf, playing DFS, you got to have it. FantasyNational.com slash TJ. Appreciate you. Uh, listen, it was a great show last week, Pat. We got a lot of great listener feedback. We're going to implement some of that tonight. We told you. We asked for feedback. You give it to us. We, we take some of it into account. We do it. Tonight, it's going to get done. Maybe you'll notice it. Maybe you won't. If you're in the chat, let us know if you see it. Let us know. Give us a little a little love tap if you if that happens. Uh, Kevin Kisner won the Wyndham Championship. Shout out yes. to Kevin Kisner. Our boy Kiz. It was great to see six-man playoff. We had Basically, we had Strillman. We had a Strillman ticket who kind of crapped the bed there at the end. Um, had a lot of green screens in the nut hut. That was good to see. Not going to spend too much time on that because this is a, a big tournament and we're ready to move on. But, Pat, we do need to sit here and take a little bit of time to talk about the Nut Hut Listener League Finals that is happening this week, and I'm excited about it. It's going to be a lot of fun. You've been playing in the Nut Hut Listener League all year. You've earned yourself a spot in the finals for the Northern Trust. There are 42 total entries in the contest. If you are one of them, you will be receiving an invite on DraftKings from our boy AC. Really want to give a big shout-out to you, Pat, AC, Marcus Griffin, my boy Scott, for all your hard work this year in running the Nut Hut Listener League. Uh, I'm very excited about it, Pat. I know you are, too. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. I think it's going to be a fun week. Uh, Looking forward to following along to see uh, who's going to be joining us in either – uh, Savannah or Champions Retreat in Augusta, and I know what you're laughing at because I saw the same. I saw the same thing, and uh, I haven't worn a blue shirt in, in forever. I don't think on the show, but I I knew I knew it was going to come that. tonight. I don't know about that. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. the The winner is going to get an all expenses paid trip. I'm excited about it. Um, if you didn't make it, you know what the the new season is going to start up really quickly, and we'll be doing it again. We'll run it back. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, 42 people vying for a chance to come spend a couple days on the golf course with me and Pat. It's pretty weird. Um, I don't know that, you know, I feel like we might let you down, but we'll see. We'll see what's up. We'll see what's up. Pat, the other thing that happened last week, you have anything else to add to that, by the way? No, I don't. I mean, I'm just excited to see what happens. Uh, I'll add something about the blue shirt. It's a bigger t-shirt. So I'm going to be doing a lot of my, you know, my shoulder action one day i need someone to give us an accurate count throughout the whole podcast how many times pat does that 
You really got to be on your game, though. Like, you need to be focusing solely on that because he does it all the time. I wonder what the total would be. What would you set the over-under at, Pat, in one podcast, like the DFS podcast? I'd set it at, at least at 20. 20, and, it's, and it would be one per sleeve, right? So that, that was two that I just did right there. Oh, well, then, then I'd, I'd, 40? I'd put it at like 40. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, double that. Yikes. The other thing that happened last week that was yikes is I said that Brant Snedeker was going to have a great week. Well, I mean, last week was a, was a total, just absolute crap show. I mean, one and a half percent of DFS lineups got six of six through the cut. There were three of six lineups cashing in GPPs. It was banana land. But um, I said Brand Snedeker would play all right. You said Tommy Fleetwood would play all right. We hated each other's picks. Tommy Fleetwood made the cut. Brand Snedeker did not. We spun the wheel of punishment that, uh, by the way, you've sent in some, some name suggestions for the wheel. Continue to send those in. I don't know that we've truly landed on one yet. There's, there's a couple in the running, but we've not landed on we, one I, yet. I haven't seen, I feel like we still haven't gotten the right. It just hasn't yet. hit me yet. Um, no. So keep trying. Keep, keep shooting your shot. If you're watching on YouTube, leave us a comment. What do you think the, the betting wheel of punishments should be called? Something on brand for tour junkies would really, would really help win out, I think. And if, you, if we use your name, we'll send you some stuff. But anyway, we spun the wheel, and the loser tonight has to, uh, has to uh, drink a 40-ounce malt beverage. I have gone to the gas station, and I put the video of my, of my selection process up on YouTube. It's a YouTube short, as well as I think it's going on, uh, uh, on Instagram. But here we go. The big reveal. Are you ready? Let me see. Let me make sure I, sure I do this right. Big reveal. Tonight's 40-ounce. Ooh, look at that brown bag beauty right there. That bitch is beautiful. That's a steel reserve. Deal reserved. 211. 211 extra malted barley. I mean, are we sure that's 40 ounces? Bro, okay. It's somewhere on here. It's, oh, no, it's not 40. It's a 24 ounce, my bad. I, oh, oh, oh. It was okay. right there with all the 40s. So, <laughs> okay, all right. You can see it well, in the video, I promise. Um, Should have bought two. What's bananas about this is this big old drink, how much do you think it costs? A dollar fifty. It was a dollar eighty-three total. Yeah. That's the scariest part about buying this drink. I said my my eleven year old was with me. He was like cracking up. He's like, by the way, he's like, Dad, do you ever win bets against uh, Mr. Pat? And I was like, Son, yes, I do. You just only see the ones that I don't. Like when I get my leg waxed and all this kind of <laughs> stuff. So I had to explain to him what I was doing, why Daddy was going in the gas station to buy this this disaster. So um, anyway, here we go. The podcast juice for tonight. Is uh, well, producer Sam's already questioning the whether or not it counts or not look, with the Sam, 16. Just look at the video, okay? <laughs> All right, first sip. I've never had one of these. I, I know uh, Chalk Bomb Ben said that he drank them in college. I didn't do this, I, I didn't drink a lot in college, believe it or not. Um, so I've never had mm. one. Slow brewed for exceptionally smooth flavor. That is not good. Hmm. That's not good at all. <clears throat> That's not good. That's not going to be fun, but here we go. I'm, I'm going to pay the punishment. I'm going to do the crime. 
I'm, I'm we'll trying to get through it quickly. We're actually just going to drink it out of the can and not like pour it into a glass. The can something. is really cold. I've had the can rocking. Yeah. Um, yeah, if we had Drizzly as a sponsor, I guess I could, I could order a Drizzly to drop off a 40, huh? But I'm not yeah. doing that. <sighs> um, anything else, Pat, that we need to cover up top? I don't, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I think that's it, man. All right, I, man. I hope you're, I'm, I hope you really enjoy that drink. And Thank you. Uh, where did Fleetwood even finish? I don't even remember. I just knew what the bet was. I don't know. He didn't have to. He didn't have to do anything past freaking Friday because Sneds was like plus six. Yeah. Oh wow! Look at DJ Johnson in the chat. One fifty-seven K on DraftKings. Thanks to Kisner. Woo! That is massive, DJ. Good job, man. I know. Oh, that's the other thing I had to say about Kisner is last week on the DFS show, you mentioned you liked Kisner, and mm-hmm. I couldn't really make up my mind. And then in the Nut Hut, uh, our boy Crazy Marcus gives out the tout of the week um, for Nut Hut members who do something extra touty. And I get the belt this week as a tout, which is great, because I literally pulled a total pro move when asked about Kisner on Wednesday. I said, somebody asked me if I like him, and I said, you know what? I don't have a good feeling, but this course is built for him. He loves playing on courses where it, you know length is not a super advantage. I have no other reason other than I just don't have a good feeling about it. So I, I covered my bases, and you know I made sure that if he if he did well, I was covered. If he didn't, I was covered. You know, so in this way, I can just say indigestion. You know, that's what that's what it was. But I went out of the week, so I did win something. Oh God. Pat, are you frozen? You okay? No, I'm typing. Why? So, see, back in the day, Pat used to hate the chat. Back when we first had the live chat, you would say, "I hate the live chat," and you would and you would turn it off. You you would take it off the screen because you cared about the product that you were putting out to the people. <laughs> but you care less and well, less about the now product. I like no, it. no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Some of these folks in the hold chat on. are funny. No, you, they're no. funny folks. Oh, now they're funny. But you care less about the product than you ever have, and you get you you get pissed at people in the chat weekly like weekly you go off on some poor listener who might happen to disagree with you or say one small little thing about your blue shirt and then you lose it on them and, and now you're not focused on anything you don't focus you already have a problem focusing so you're not even focusing right now you just you, but you're now you're just consumed in the chat so who I mean, knows i mean you're full of negative energy you're full of negative energy i'm just um, I'm drinking I, a steel I'm, reserve for crying out loud i'm channeling the positive energy that's going on in the chat right now it's good stuff and I didn't get mad at the guy for talking about my blue shirt. Do you think if I wear a blue shirt on the camera that I don't know somebody's going to say something about my blue shirt? I knew no, it. No, you have no other shirts. That's why you wear a blue that's shirt on crap. camera. That's bullshit. Nick BS. A gets yelled at every week on here. You ran that's Trip true. off. We used to have a guy named Trip in the in the live chat. You ran him off. He does not even a listener anymore. Well, poor Trip. Then maybe he can't handle things. All right, tell us about this. Yeah. Tell us about this golf course, Pat. God. Okay, all right, so Northern Trust this week in Jersey City, New Jersey. We're back here at Liberty National Golf Club. Uh, They last played here in 2019. It is a par 71, 7,410 yards. 125 players are in this field, but we got 124 this week because right now, Usti is not playing. Um, Outside of him, I don't think anyone else has announced that they're not playing this week, and he's fine. He'll be in the next one or two. I mean, he could probably make it into the tour championship without playing i don't know but anyway 
Um, we do have a cut this week. This will be the last cut of this season. Low 65 and ties will make the cut. You got bent grass greens and fairways. Kentucky bluegrass rough with um, also some pretty thick fescue if you're way offline, um, which can be troublesome, but you really got to be offline. Um, you know, you, you look at the greens this week with these bent grass greens. They, they have a lot of contours, a lot of slope out there. Um, you know, these greens can definitely be tricky. You've got three par fives on this course. Two of them are reachable and a drivable par four, actually, number 16, which plays about 325 yards. Overall, though, I think this is definitely a ball strikers course. I do think hitting the fairways is is um, something you want to do. I mean, not necessarily a must, but I do think driving accuracy uh, matters this week. Water is in play on a lot of the holes on this course, so you got to stay out of the trouble there. Um, and fairly small greens, you know, which is going to put an emphasis on your approach play. I mentioned your ball striking. Um, I do think scrambling is something I want to look at at least a little bit because of the greens being so small, they're going to miss some of these greens. Can they get up and down uh, and avoid big mistakes out here? Um, definitely form though, for me, as far as stats, a little bit of course history. I'll look back at 2019, maybe even some of the older guys and how they did here in 2013. Obviously they also played the, uh, the Ryder cup in 2017 um, here, but not many, you know, only a few players were in that, not the Ryder Cup, sorry, President's Cup yeah. in 2017. Uh, I mentioned scrambling approach. I'll look at those. Putting on bent grass greens is something that I think you can at least fit into your model just to see who are these guys that check mainly that ball striking and approach stat that do putt well on bent grass greens. Your past champions, I mentioned, well, I didn't mention, Patrick Reed won here in 2019 at 19 under. Uh, a couple notables there up near the top that are in this field. Abraham Answer, Harold Varner III. Uh, was right there at the end, if you'll remember. John Rahm and then Adam Scott, who also won back here in 2013. He finished in the top five in 2019. So he's got a good uh, feel for this course. And uh, there you go. We'll want to look at the weather later this week. Uh, so far, I don't think... Um, I don't know. I don't know if we're getting rain or not. I got to be honest. I haven't even looked, but that will be something we want to look at uh, later this week to see. So far, I think there looks to be a little threat of rain, um, not a ton of wind. I don't know. Producer Sam is right there in New Jersey. And uh, Sam, do you have any thoughts on the weather or the golf course or anything like that, buddy, since you're right there? I, I put him on the spot. He didn't know I was. <laughs> I wouldn't be allowed on that golf course, okay. as you know. Okay. Yeah. That's but, true. Uh, no, the weather, uh, there, we are, it is supposed to rain up here uh, pretty much every day this week. I haven't seen the weekend, but I'd expect it'd be wet there. Yeah. Not a lot of wind predicted either, um, which is really the biggest defense of this golf course, uh, wind coming off the Hudson. So we got to pay attention to that. I think winning scores, if it doesn't, if it doesn't get windy and the golf course is soft like, like it's looking like it might be, I think your winning score could be better than what Patrick Reed did in 2019. I think it could be better than 16 under, maybe it may get up to 18 or 19 under. But um, actually, Pat, I was going to show this graphic uh, real quick, producer Sam. This is from our friends at Fantasy National. Um, with uh, let's see, the, the this is the top like almost 20 guys on the leaderboard in 2019, and I think it's a good visual because it shows you 
the how they got it done on uh, on the strokes gain side of things. As you can see, only one person in this entire screenshot here was negative in strokes gain approach. That was oddly enough, Patrick Cantlay just barely at minus point three. Uh, but I think strokes gain around the green, Pat, you mentioned it. I think it's going to be very important. When you look here at the guys who are positive in strokes gain around the green, there's a lot of them, all but four of them, and three of those four are very close to either neutral or positive in strokes gain around the green. I think it's going to be very important to uh, to get off, you know, or you know, because you're going to miss these small greens. I think it's going to be important to make sure you can get it up and down. The greens have a lot of undulation in them. Uh, Webb Simpson's compared them to Donald Ross-style greens, even though they're not. But a lot of undulation, tricky if you miss them. So I do think it's just an all-around test of ball strikers around the green game play. And I agree with you. I don't think you have to be a bomber here. I think you can you can get it done from the fairways, especially if it's soft. And you're not going to get a lot of roll, no. But lift clean in place is a big advantage if you're in the fairways attacking small greens. So, uh, yeah, I think it's it's more about, I mean, this is the strongest field in the history of the world golf ranking, keeping up with it, as we mentioned already. It's there's a lot of great players and a lot of people playing well. Um, I don't care about the course history in 2019 necessarily. I was just I'm looking at the visual there in terms of the strokes gain data, but I, I don't really care what a guy did in 2019 um, or the President's Cup for that matter. I mean, the President's Cup is a t match play is totally different. You're playing your opponent much more so than you're playing the rest of the field or the you know in a stroke play event. So I'm not looking at any of that. I'm looking at recent form. I'm looking at all around play. And then obviously in DFS, ownership's going to be a big deal with 125 players and 124 and top 65 in ties making the weekend. Um, obviously next week you have the FedEx Cup playoffs being trimmed down to 70 players. So, you know, maybe the guys in that 70 bubble are paying extra attention today or this week and trying to get it done, but that, that's probably not a good narrative to look at. There's also Ryder Cup bubbles, Ryder Cup discussion going on. Kisner definitely threw himself into the midst of that conversation last week. Um, but I think the U.S. has some Ryder Cup decisions to make, and a lot of these guys on the bubble here. So you could look at that as well if you want to. But got to have some ownership leverage in GPPs. And, um, yeah, you ready to, get, ready to get to it, Pat? Any yeah, other comments I, you know, I, as you're monitoring the chat? Yeah, no. I, I was just thinking about something that was kind of funny. Sure. This really doesn't have to, anything to do with anything we're talking about. Um, before the show, this, I was, this thing tastes like a wet library book. You know, like a library book smells. Search and uh, oh, and do, do you have a problem? You keep pausing. You kept pausing. I saw you pausing. No, you, no you're pausing. No, for me. You were pausing. No, no, you're pausing. No, I saw you. You're freeze. the one pausing. You froze. No, you froze first. Listeners in the chat, which one of us froze? Okay, go ahead. Anyway, so I don't know if anybody does. Do you misplace something and you just, you have no clue, like you just had it in your hand and you have no clue what you did with it and then you find it in the oddest place? Like, so I had my liquor drink and I guess I got something out of the pantry and I closed the pantry <laughs> and I put the liquor drink in the pantry. I was going freaking nuts. Like, where is my liquor drink? And it was in the damn pantry. And I, it, the, the light came on for me and it, right before the show. And I was like, ah, it's in the damn pantry. I knew that. But anyway, I don't know if anybody has that that happens to their brain. But it happens to me uh, more often than not. Just this dumbass. Yeah. Um, did you say misplay something? Misplace. Oh, okay. 
Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really do that, man. I, I, I don't have ADD. So anyway. Um, all right. All right. So you want to get into the picks? Here. Sure. Let's do that. Let's look at the top range here, man. This is just uh, a lot of decisions to be made here in this in this top tier, nine k and above on DraftKings. Let's see who you got. Are you going to bring it up, Sam? Sam. Kaka. Aha. There we go. John Rom eleven five. DJ eleven. Jordan Spieth, Xander, Morikawa, Brooks, Rory, JT, Bryson. Just one name, Bryson? Is that what we're doing right now? Or is he, oh, he can't fit. Hovland, Answer, Scheffler, Cantlay, Berger, and Hideki are the 9K and above range here. Very hard to only pick three players here, but that's what we're going to do. We're going to give you our, I'm going to burp a lot on this show because of this, this wet library book I'm, I'm drinking. Um, so just bear with me. We're going to try to give you three of our favorite tournament plays as of now and a fade. And since I just said his name, you will not be surprised that my fade is Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, I mean, when are you... Oh, shocker. But honestly, though, I tried to think of another fade. I I debated on Cantlay for a bit, but then I just realized that, like, it wasn't him. It was me. It was, like, my hurt feelings from the last couple times. He's kind of dicked me over. But, um... So I couldn't quite pull the trigger on that. But really and truly, when you look at some of the stats on Bryson, it's, it's just ugly. It's, it's kind of ugly lately. Bent is his worst surface. His around the green play has been awful. And in 2021, he has three top tens in full field events. And the last one was in May. Um, so I just, I just don't know if I'm going to pay for Bryson uh, I, you know, I wonder how he's going to feel with Brooks being walking around, you know, is he going to, you know, this is the first time we've seen him since he walked off the course after basically, you know, icing over Harris English for his slow play and his blow up holes. And, you know, bogey avoidance is something we didn't mention, but I, that is something I put in this initial kind of fantasy national model. And Bryson, you know, Bryson makes bogeys. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but he's a uh, 70th in this field in bogey avoidance recently. So. I'm just not going to do it for Bryson. That's the one name in here that I just can't seem to justify. Obviously, he could win at any moment. He's Bryson. He is a world-class player. 9,600 is attractive. I thought about going up top and saying, well, it's just price, value, in a field like this. I could have done that. But Bryson was really statistically the worst player in, in the model I ran today, the worst player in the entire 9K range for me. Uh, based on strokes gain approach around the green, bogey avoidance, fairways gained, distance strokes game putting on bent um it was just bad so bryson's my fade i'm out in terms of my plays i'm going to i'll tell you my favorite play absolutely favorite play is uh and i play him and i think he's a cash game lock although in a week like this i don't love cash um because you really don't you know getting the six of six through the cut doesn't everybody's gonna play actually no not what am i talking about that's not this week next week is that so this week cash daniel Berger. This still reserves getting to my head. I got to finish this so I can move on. I mean, chug the deck. I'm thinking it's only 24 ounces. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, Daniel Berger is my favorite play here. By a long shot. Um, in fact, I think in the betting show, when we get to the betting show, where is it? I, my let him hang prediction may have something to do with uh, old DB Daniel Berger from one DB to another. I mean, this guy... The ball striking has been amazing all year. He's a great putter. He's got a good combination of distance and accuracy. He's 24th in the field in fairways gained, and he hits it plenty far enough. 
Uh, it's as far as a guy like Hideki hits it further than like a Colin Morikawa based on what I ran just, just recently. Um, so he's plenty long enough and he hits a lot of fairways, pounds a lot of greens. The around the green play has been solid. Like burgers, a lock for me. I love it. Then I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, old, old Colin Morikawa. I can't not like, and I think Morikawa is probably going to be the chalkiest play in this range by, by far. Um, but I mean, ball striking course where distance isn't a huge factor, small greens, big time event. Give it to me for Colin Morikawa. That is chalk I'm willing to eat. And then I'm going to go ahead up to Jordan Spieth. More chalk than I'm willing to eat. I'm probably going to probably going to do that here. Um, I think with all the other names in like the seven and six K range, there's a lot of options, and I don't think there's a clear. There's not. There's maybe one or two names that you look at and go, "Ooh, that's that's a pretty nice value," and people are going to gravitate to that. But other than that, I think it's going to be pretty spread out. So I'm going Spieth up top too. I mean, for a lot of the reasons I just mentioned for Morikawa. Plus the around the green gameplay, um, I'm all in on Spieth. So Spieth, Morikawa, and Berger are easily my three favorites. Bryson's the fade for me. What do you think? Uh, I think uh, this worries me uh, considerably because oh, good. Um, Bryson was my fade. Berger <clears throat> and and Kawa were two of my GPP. So oh, okay. There's only uh, and that really to me is cause for concern for anybody that listens to us. Well, and I'm looking in the chat and everybody else is liking the plays too. So it does seem like Morikawa and Speeth are gonna be pretty chalky. I that's yeah. fine. I really don't care. Like I think I don't know. I don't mind playing a chalky Morikawa. Um a chalky Speeth actually does concern me a little bit this week. I, I'm not saying I'm fading him, but I, I don't know. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, with uh, his like, driving, really, I mean, at least, at least Morikawa, when you're looking across the board, he he's top ten yeah. in driving accuracy. I mean, speed worries me a little bit in that yeah. that department. So I think um, the fairways aren't super tight though; they're not like that hard to hit. No, but still, I don't know. It still just worries me a little bit about Jordan. Uh, and then, I mean, although last time he played, I mean, when they played here in 2019, he finished P6. So, I, I think um, it's kind of like that was, a, that was like bad speed. You know? Yeah, that was bad speed. In a field like this, though, with so many of these names up top, just play who you want, honestly. I mean, at the end of the day, like play who you want. And if you want to play the ownership, like big-time leverage game, that makes a lot of sense, too. I, I, I can't hate you for any of that. You know, we say it all the time. When we record this show on Monday nights, we aren't listening to other podcasts beforehand. We aren't reading articles. Like, we don't know who everybody else is talking about. We can assume who everybody else is going to be talking about, but we don't know yet. So this may be super chalk. At the end of the day, like um, all these names up here are solid. So, yeah, I mean, but my other GPP play was actually Abraham Answer. At I like that play. Love Answer this week. I like fourth it. in ball striking, top ten in strokes gained approach, twentieth in fairways gained, uh, top twenty in greens and regulation. He's thirty second in putting on bent grass greens. I think Answer makes a lot of sense. Um, and who knows? Even though he's just coming off of a win, maybe you know, with ownership kind of spread out down here, uh, you get a little bit lower owned Answer. I, I don't. But, but we'll see. Um, uh, comment in the chat about Spieth hasn't lost off the tee in a while. Well, I'm just telling you, I'm looking at the last 24 rounds for George Spieth, and he is 86 in the field in driving back, fairways game. I'm not talking about strokes gained off the tee, if that's what your 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 point is. But um, let's take a look. Let's take a look. If we just go to fairways gained which is a fantasy national stat similar to, yeah. to driving accuracy. 
Uh, he gained fairways at the St. Jude, the Open, which were his most recent two events. He lost in the U.S. Open, the Memorial, and the Schwab. And he gained three again, and then he lost, and then he gained. So, I mean, he's been a little better, actually, in his last 10 events or so. That There's more green than there was um, since really the starting at the players. But it's still kind of hit or miss. It looks like it's kind of halfway. He, he does it half, half the time he doesn't. So, yeah. Um, that's for fairways gained. I mean, I, I think in general, you're right. Like, you do worry. That's your thing. If, if you have Spieth and you're watching Spieth, you're not holding your breath when he's hitting an iron shot. You're not holding your breath when he's hitting a chip. You're not holding your breath no. when he's putting. No. You are holding your breath every time he grabs driver and it's late on a Sunday. You, you, you just are. Like, that's the Spieth we've gotten used to seeing. But now he's also, he's also a, a damn wizard, right? Like, he can hit it in the trees and get out of there somehow and still make a True. Pop. Yeah. But, I, yeah, in, in general, he, he does concern you with the driver. Um, are you done? Is that it? Answer? I like that play. Yeah, that's it, because they're all the same. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, there's nothing else I can really say. There is, I mean, there is seriously one guy in here just that I don't like, and it's, it's DeChambeau. Everyone else I could totally make a case for. So on Wednesday night, you know, Wednesday, you're in the nut hut. You know, who, who do you, you know, I like this guy up top. What do you think? If it's not Bryson or if something doesn't change in 48 hours, I'll be like, yeah, man, play him. Like, mm-hmm. And if you're eating the chalk like maybe we are in these three picks, then you need to be very cognizant of that with the rest of your plays, and we go from there. Um, I just think this golf course suits Colin Morikawa so well. And then the, the form of Daniel Berger, and similar to Morikawa, in not needing all the distance, I just love it for both of them. Um, so I, I just, it's going to be really tough for me to, to buck one of those guys out of, the, out of the lineup. But I also like answer. Decky made my short list. Those are a couple yeah, other guys that made my short list. Nice. I like Hideki a lot from a betting standpoint. A little preview there to the betting show. By the way, on the betting show, we will have the, what, fourth edition of Nut Up or Shut Up. We've got another Nut Up, uh, Nut Hut member um, who will be joining us for Nut Up or Shut Up. The, the hottest game show in the DFS streets, I promise you that. It's a fun show. It's going to be a fun show tonight. We're going to be playing TJ Sound Clips, and they, get to, they, gotta, they gotta figure out who we're talking about there. There might be another song. You're not going to want to miss Nut Up or Shut Up. That is going down on the betting show. So if you're listening to this after Monday night, just go to the betting show as well. Also, we need to tell you that for those of you who got some achy joints, maybe you're the tin man, you're a little stiff. That's kind of like me. Like, you know, I mean, I'm built like a, you know, like a brick house. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm, not, I'm pretty stiff and I need to get more limber. And my friends at, uh, at Relief Factor have been helping me do this. You got aches and pains. You're missing the golf course. You know, you can't go to the golf course because you threw your back out. Hello, Henrik Norlander. Um, but that's why the, a leading health clinic in Seattle invented the 100% drug-free relief factor with four key ingredients that activate a metabolic pathway that supports your body's natural response to pain and inflammation. And now tens of thousands of people are using relief factor to become mostly or completely pain-free. Uh, our buddy John says his relief factor took away the pain in his shoulders and his knees, and he can go play golf, and he can fish without pain. I've been doing it for uh, almost two months now. Going to the gym, I feel a little more limber. A little less stiff in the mornings when I get there. It's good stuff. So if you've got everyday aches and pains, Relief Factor is 100% drug-free and designed to be taken every day so you can get out and stay out of pain. 
The only way to know if it's going to work for you is to try it and see for yourself. The best way to do that is to order the three-week quick start. It's discounted to just $19.95 plus shipping and handling, so it couldn't be easier to try it for yourself. Just go to relieffactor.com slash tourjunkies, all one word, and order a three-week quick start. We promise you'll be glad you did. So again, to claim your three-week quick start for $19.95, go to relieffactor.com slash tourjunkies. Oh, God. Okay. I feel like I'm like, I'm down to like a third of it. Ooh, are we ready for the 8K range? I think so. I am. All right. Uh, this is very cut and dry for me, too. In the 8K range, you got Webb Simpson, English, Casey Reed, your defending champ at Liberty National, Cameron Smith, Adam Scott, Corey Connors, Tony Finau, Joaquin Neiman, and Sam Burns. Mm. All right. Another chalk play here for me is going to be Harris English, but I don't care. Right back to Colin Morikawa. It's just too good. He's playing too good. He's hitting it too good. I can't stop the Harris English train. I think the only reason he didn't win a couple weeks ago is the Bryson ice job. Um, but it just is what it is, man. I mean, playing in cash, playing in tournaments. I'm just telling you my favorite place. That's all I'm telling you. I'm, that's it. I do think I'm going to get a little leverage on this next play. And, Pat, I tried to talk you into him a couple weeks ago, and you didn't want him. In fact, I even tried to talk you into him when we built our two-minute man lineup, and you said nay. Uh, and a lot of people played that lineup and probably could have done better had you said yay. But that is Mr. Sam Burns at 8K. Mm, I, I'm wondering if people are going to play Sam Burns. I think people are going to love seeing uh, you know, Adam Scott, who just almost you know, he made the playoff, could have won. You know, maybe I jinxed him with that four-footer he had. People are going to maybe gravitate towards the the – English and Casey and Reed plays and maybe avoid Sam Burns. I think he might be a little bit of leverage, but man, oh man, his irons are still amazing. I'm looking at rolling reports on Fantasy National and every every time frame he's crushing it. Uh, the around the green play has improved from top 25, 24 rounds ago to top uh, two, top five in his last eight rounds, last four rounds. His around the green play has, has gotten much better. Um, and putting on bent, he's not bad either. Would we prefer him on Bermuda? 100%. But he's still 48th in this field over the last 50 rounds, strokes game putting on bent grass. Fairways is a little bit of a concern, but he's a bomber, and I could see him you know, scaling it down just a little bit here. But I think four days of a hungry Sam Burns with that nasty stash he's rocking right now, um, four days out of him, because I think he's going to make the cut, um, is, is just going to be a lot of points. You're going to get a lot of points on the DraftKings board for old Sammy B. So Sam Burns, Harris English for me. The fate is now. The ball striking with his irons has been absolutely awful. Last, uh, in recent 12 rounds, he's 64th in fairways gained. And, and normally known for his around the green play, if you look at the rolling report on Fantasy National, he is slipping. Um, with around the green play. It just hasn't been as sharp. Uh, 24 rounds ago, he was 10th. 12 rounds ago, he was 75th. Eight rounds ago, he was 89th. Four rounds ago, he was 53rd. So, I mean, that's very short-term form, yes, but I'm, I'm looking at the trend, and the trend since the last 24 rounds is going the wrong way. So, I'm out on Tony Fino. All right. Well, um, so uh, there's some difference here. Um, I don't mind the Finau fade, although there's a part of me that thinks that, uh, I don't know, later in the week, if I just see really low ownership on Finau, I, I may I may dip my 
feet in the water on him because who knows with him. Okay. He's just such a good player in general. So, um, but I do like Webb at 8,900. I think he is a good play this week. Um, you know, obviously coming off a great week last week at the Wyndham, um, with, um, it, and he always plays good at the Wyndham. I understand that, but I do think this is a good course fit for him. Uh, great ball striker, you know, great scrambler. Um, uh, he's top 10 in the field in par five scoring, which I do think is something, you know, you can look at this week on these par fives. There's three of them. Two of them are very scorable. I like that number. And he's top 25 in the field and putting on bent. So I like Webb at 8,900. And then Corey Connors at 8,300. I mean, if we're looking at outside of putting, I know putting is always his thing, um, but top 10 in both ball striking and approach, top 10 in driving accuracy, uh, I love Corey Connors this week. I think it's a good week to play him. I Ooh. think his ownership might be actually a little bit low. Um, so I'm a fan of Connors. And then my fade, I, I thought about Fee now, but I think I'm going to drop just below him at 8,100 and go with Joaquin Neiman. You know, I know he's a fantastic ball striker. I kind of like that. I know I that like in that general. Um, I look but at him too. his driving has, has definitely been a little bit off lately. 113th in the field in scrambling. Uh, just you know, he's kind of middle of the pack and putting on bent grass greens. Just, just not getting excited at all about Wacky Neiman at eighty one hundred. So he'll be my fade. Hmm. Okay. I didn't see. I, I like Mike Fusco in the chat. I did not see you playing Corey Connor. Okay. At no. all. Um. That's very that's interesting. What I did. Very interesting. That is what I did. He was the chalk bomb recently, and he and he didn't he didn't pan out. He wasn't very good. So that's 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 nice. Um, but okay. Um, all right, Pat, I will let you get going with the, uh, with the seven K range. Okay. But you know what, DB, but before I talk about the seven K range, I need to talk about alcohol and drinks <laughs> that I like. Okay. Oh, I would love to have a drink that I like right now. Yeah, because you don't have one that you like. And if I could put a drink in your hand that you would like that would be more enjoyable for you, it would be an Arnold Palmer Spiked. Okay, you talk about it, and I'm going to close my eyes while I'm drinking this and, and pretend like it's an Arnold Palmer Spiked. Okay, well, you know, you're not celebrating life right now with this, this steel reserve. You know what I you pretend. would be, though, if you had an Arnold Palmer Spiked? It's the classic taste of iced tea and lemonade. That you already know and love, you know? You got 5% ABV. Now, I don't know what that drink you have has, but whatever. doesn't matter. Arnold Palmer Spiked has 5% ABV. It's made with real juice and brewed tea. I would love juice. And you know what? I, we're, we're obviously in the South. We love some lemonade. We love some oh. sweet tea. Oh, yeah. So, and it's got to be brewed. I don't really know how oh, else you yeah. would make it, but it's got to be brewed. And it's got to have a smooth flavor, just like Arnold Palmer Spike does. And, you know, it's just kind of something like, like if you're just wanting to relax, either on the golf course or you're sitting on the beach, you know, we're getting close. To, we're kind of winding down on beach season. It, it's, it's uh, you know, it's time to, to get you some of that Arnold Palmer Spiked. And um, let me tell you something. I like it if I'm playing golf. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like it if I'm on the beach. On the boat, um, I mean, I if I could wake up to it, I would wake up to it. But I don't think that I don't think you're supposed to do that. I don't think you're supposed to do that in the morning. I hear that's a bad idea. 
you got to wait till afternoon. But if I could wake up to it, I would. But anyway, look, Arnold Palmer Spike is the timeless combination we can't help but enjoy. You know, it comes in multi packs, by the way. Yeah, multi packs are key. Whenever you can get something in multi packs, oh, yeah. You know, or hey, you know what? DB, you can get it in a 24 ounce can. Oh, we know you, like, you like 24 ounce cans. Instead of forties, you like the twenty-four ounce can. You can get that. You can get Arnold Palmer spiked. Can you imagine 20- Arnold Palmer spiked in this right here? Dude, yeah, that would be fantastic. Mm. So you can just sip it. You can sip on it all day if you wanted to in that twenty-four ounce can. Uh, you know, starting it at, at a good time, not too early. Okay, so you know whether or not you're on the golf course or you know on a beach somewhere or just chilling with your lady. Maybe sexy time, with- I like to call it. Yeah. Anyway, you can find Arnold Palmer Spike in the store near you. Near you, go to arnoldpalmerspike.com slash tour junkies or search for it on Drizzly and Instacart. Oh yeah, yeah, that's arnoldpalmerspike.com slash tour junkies. Twenty twenty one Hornell Brewing Company, Memphis, Tennessee. Malt beverage with natural flavor. Celebrate responsibly. The people ask for an ad read by Pat. We give it to him because we listen and we care. Now, Pat, I will say this. Did you notice how I, I kind of played the role of your, of your hype man there? You notice how, like, when you did an ad read, I wasn't like. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. I did, I did, I did agree, agree. That was good stuff. I appreciate that. You know, I wasn't doing that the whole time. And I was, like, hyping you up. And I was like, yeah, uh-huh. You know, I was like the I was like the I was like the the buddy that you bring on stage at a rap concert that just says the last word of every line. That you could try that with me every now and then. It might it might be good. Yeah. You want to try that? Or are you just responded yeah. to the chat because you're not paying attention? Great. No, I'll try. Why don't that. you start I'll the seven K range, buddy? All right, here we go. Seven. Don't call me buddy. Like you. Like you don't like just, buddy. No, just the way you said it. I didn't like that, buddy. Um, look, man, give me a break, okay? Just give me a break. Anyway, all right, let's get it. Tell us, tell us who's in the seven K range, Patrick. I'm gonna start at the bottom. Actually, okay, well, let's go. So we got Kevin Kisner at seventy nine hundred. You got Fitzy, Matt Fitzpatrick in there. Jason Kokrak at seventy seven hundred. He disappointed a lot of people last week. Yeah. Uh, In the middle there, Garcia and Henley. Poor Henley. Jeez, my God. And then Bubba Watson at seventy four hundred. Now let's keep going here. Uh, we got a little Cam Champ in there, just one recently. All the way down to Gary Woodland and a former, I feel like, podcast darling this year, Charlie Hoffman, who's just, we hadn't really talked about him all that much. You know, there's a lot of Charlie Hoffman talk around the Masters and midseason, but uh, anyway. All right, That's well. range here. I'm going to start at the bottom or near the bottom for me. And I'm going with Cameron champ. Whoa. Victory a few years ago, or a few weeks ago. I like cam champ here, you know, now look, well, talk about steel reserve. That's a steel reserve pick of the week there, huh? Hey, he's top 40 in the field in ball striking. Nothing else really, uh, checks a box there for him, but I like his, (laughs) yeah, I like his four. I I snuck that in there. Uh, yeah. He's top 40 uh, in one thing. Uh, hey, and I'm moving just, on. I'm giving you a guy that's a GPP play that I do think is still going to be low on, uh, and he just yeah, I freaking respect won. the grind, I guess. Uh, or the... He just won a few weeks ago. He's been playing very well. I mean, his win came off a of T11 at the John Deere. 
you know, then he had that win, then a T31 at the St. Jude. Now, I know that was a no-cut event, but still, um, I think I think he could be a good kind of sneaky GPP play. And, look, there's risk to it for sure, but I like yeah. him, Champ, at 7,300. And then I'll jump up to Shane Lowry at 7,500. Another guy who's been in pretty good recent form all year. Uh, you look at the stats for Shane Lowry, uh, checks the box and ball striking and approach. Also scrambling. He is six in the field there. Um, I think the driving accuracy does leave a little bit to be desired. But I think, again, this could be another low-owned guy in the uh, 7K range that you could fit into your GPP lineups. Trying to not give you some chalk here. Yeah, yeah. DB. I'm, try- I'm, I'm going to try- I'm have to try to do the same thing. And here's another guy that I think could be uh, could be pretty good, and that's Jason Kokrak. Even though I know he's coming off of that miscut, yeah, uh, everybody's going to be off of him, yeah. Um, but still, been playing fantastic all year long. Uh, has two wins on tour this year. You know, checks the box and ball striking and greens and regulation. Um, I like Kokrak. I think this could be a good course for him. You look at his, um, you know, history here. He finished T12 back a couple of years ago in 2019. Uh, I like that for him. So uh, I'll go with uh, Kokrak, Lowry, and Champ. I'm giving you, I mean, these, these oh, I are love definitely that. some risky GPP plays. And then my fade <laughs> is going to be Keegan at 7,500, who checks a lot of boxes here. He checks a lot of boxes. And he was playing really well earlier this year. But I don't really like what I've seen out of him lately. I mean, T39 at 3M, missed the cut at the Open Championship. I just think. Keegan, a lot of people are going to try to play Keegan this week, and I don't. I think he's going to disappoint. I really do. Charlie Oliver said Kokrak put that D in me last week. <laughs> uh, Oliver's been bringing the well, heat. That, that, Oliver's been bringing the heat tonight in the chat, by that, the way. That makes two of us, Charlie, so uh, don't feel special. He, he got me too. Uh, Charlie also said, man, I'm going to have to get in the nut hut. I refuse to join all these golf sites, but you guys are effing great amusement. I'd have I'd have to hope you have good info behind the wall. Well, I don't know, man. You know, it, it's to be to be seen, to be determined. But we'd love for you to join the Nut Hut. That'd be a great idea. It is a very fun community, and um, it's it, it. We do share a lot of good information in there. I think there's a lot of good information to be had, and there's a lot of sharp players in there. Because listen, it is not just us. Um, and now, Charlie, that we put you on the show, you have to join the Nut Hut, uh, and I will be watching your uh, I will be watching your membership hit our our membership portal. And I will know if you don't do it. So it'll be me, you, and the Lord will know. Okay, Charlie, me, you, and Jesus, if you don't join the Nut Hut for $10 a month or $90 a year. Just join $90 a year. Like, that's, that's, just, that's just simple. Get in the GN. Charlie is GNC material. Charlie, actually, I, uh, my team just lost a teammate. I think you'd be perfect for uh, uh, RIP to, our, to um, whatever his name is. I can't remember. Liger. Uh, RIP to Liger, you know, and uh, Charlie, we could use you over on in GNC, you know, for Team DB. So if you don't want to be a loser, join Team DB. Uh, Pat, you have anything to say? You cleared your throat. You okay? Good. No, I'm good. You go ahead. All right. I'm also going to range out. I'm also going to give you three names that I think are a little going to be nice pivots down here, if you will. And I'm going to start with a guy who I don't remember the last time I played him, Pat. I, I remember you playing him. But I don't remember the last time I played him. Because normally, I got the hots for his South Korean compadre. But I'm playing Sung J.M. at 7,800 this week. I'm liking the trend with the irons. They seem to be clicking. The around the green play has been okay. It's a little bit of a weakness of his. But it's not terrible. He's not 
he's not complete dog crap in the field. The putting on bent grass has seen a very nice trend in the right direction over the last uh, over the last fifty rounds. And uh, if Sung Jae can just hit a couple of fairways, I think we're good. I really like Sung Jae he here. He just has to hit a couple. He's he, going to have to hit a more than a couple. A couple moss, a couple moss, which is a couple more in Espanol for those of you that don't know. And I can confirm. Oh nope, I don't know if that's Charlie or not. If it's Charlie, he's got his name wrong on here. But so we did just get an order through, so somebody just bought. Praise God! I can put food on my family's table thanks to uh, somebody who just got a yearly Nut Hut subscription. We we thank you. But it, the name has neither Charlie nor was it. What's the last name he's got in here in the chat? Charlie Oliver. There is nor a Charlie nor a Oliver in this name. So Charlie must be operating under an alias. Anyway, Sung J M is going to be my pick. I'm going to save my favorite pick in this range for last. My next pick is a guy that I have ridden pretty hard, okay? Oh, you, okay. I've ridden him hard this year, and he's taken me to some great places uh, will, uh, whilst I've been riding him, and that is Kevin Streelman. I'm going back to the well on Streelman. Yeah. I yeah. love it. The accuracy around the green play, iron play's been good. Bogey avoidance checks the box there. I love Streels here. I, I get a savings of 7,400, and I, I genuinely believe in, even in this field, because we saw him come close in the last in a couple majors this year, I think he has top five upside. I don't know if he can win. I think he's got top five upside. I really do. And he's confident. I, I really like Kevin Strillman here. But even more than Kevin Strillman, Pat, my favorite play in this range that is also destined to be as hated as Steel Reserve by the end of the week, because he'll do something to piss me off, would be at $7,500, Kevin Nah. Nah, nah, nah. Nope, can't do it. I, he is on the no list for me. He's not for me. Nah, I, nah, no. I believe in, in, in what Kevin Nah is doing. The irons have been coming around. If you look at the rolling report on Fantasy National, it is beautiful. It is heading from red to light green, lighter green, dark green. Holy dark green, like really dark green, which is good on Fantasy National. Love Kevin Nah this week. He's one of the best short game scramblers in the entire in the entire world. Like literally one of the best. You talk about your ranked top ten thousand in bump and running. Yeah, I am. Kevin Na is like top four in every short game category around. The putting on bent grass is there. Uh, he checks all the boxes. Uh, accuracy off the tee checks that box. He's there. So loving Kevin Na here at seventy five hundred, and I think he's going to be very low owned. Uh, the yeah, fade. Wait till he hits it into the water and has a fourteen on the hole. Oh, no. Okay, we just don't need that negativity. The I'm fade sorry. for me is going to be, and I hate to do this because this is a guy I actually have been riding pretty hard, and that's uh, Matt Fitzpatrick <laughs> at seventy nine hundred. I don't like him either this week. Okay, not, yeah. I just looked at the price tag and I'm like, you know, Fitzy's let me down a little bit. The approach play is trending the wrong direction, as is the around the green play is trending the wrong direction. Bent grass is his worst surface. I'm just not going to pay up for $7,900 fits when I have a lot of players down below that I think um, arrive in slightly better form, clicking on all cylinders, if you will, um, recently. So I'm out on Fitzy. So there you go. Um, all right, we're ready for 6K. Hit a couple 6K guys, and then we'll do the yeah. two-minute two man lineup build. Joint lineup build will be at the end, and then we'll bounce. I'll give, yeah. you, I'll give yeah. you three names, and then I'll give you a, a, a possible four. You know I'm not going to avoid Maverick McNeely. So, Mav mm -hmm. McNeely is just happening. Like, 
I'm not going to quit Maverick. He's not let me down at all this year. I'm going to keep riding it. The young kid is ready to break out on the PJ Tour. I don't think that means a win, but I think that means he lets folks know, uh, my name is Maverick McNeely, which is arguably the greatest golf name outside of Tiger Woods. Like, give me a better golf name than Tiger Woods. You can't. Then give me a better one than Maverick McNeely other than Tiger Woods. You can't. So uh, McNeely's played great this year. I freaking love it playing him. A guy who you love to hate that you claim has never won anybody any money, but he has, and he will, and his name is Luke List. I'm playing Luke List. I am believing in Luke List. Where is he? Down here. Let me find him. Luke List. Nope. The iron play. Uh, wait a minute. No, that's not irons. The, around the green play has actually been improved pretty good for Luke lately. Um, I just uh, let me look at it. let me look at a couple other things on Luke Lukey Lukey Dukey here. Obviously, he's a he's a bomber. Yeah, Lukey Dukey is, is do sure. You, do you know what I think is a misconception about Luke? I think a misconception about Luke is that he just has these blow up holes and he just makes bogeys. He doesn't. He's thirtieth in this field in bogey avoidance. Now he can't putt, so he doesn't he doesn't capitalize on a lot of birdie opportunities. But you know we've seen a lot of can't putt guys win top five. It happens every week. So I'm believing in Luke List this week. You do have small greens. If he can hit the green, which he's done pretty well lately, if he can hit the green, less chance of three putts on these small greens. Uh, and he's been getting up and down. Strokes getting around the green in the last 12 rounds, so like super recent. He's eighth in the field in that. Um, so I'm, I'm buying Luke List. Finally, I'm also buying Hank Lebiota. I'm going to get back on the Lebiota train. You give him to me at 6,300. It's his first FedEx Cup playoff of uh, Northern Trust event, I believe. He did miss the cut last week, which probably disappointed some folks, but he missed it barely, and he really didn't do anything terrible. Like, he just, he just didn't quite have it with the flat stick, which he's been making up a lot of strokes with. Uh, the irons weren't quite as crisp as they have been, but I'm believing in Hank Lebiota, and I think the confidence he's riding right now, you know, because before the missed cut, it was eighth, fourth, and fifth place finishes for Hank. I think the confidence... The opportunity that he finds himself having here in the FedEx Cup playoffs will, will lead to some good stuff. Finally, I want to give everybody a little, little detail. Henrik Norlander did really screw me last week because he withdrew before I woke up in the morning, and I had like 35% Henrik Norlander. Uh, he withdrew me. He threw his back out. He threw his back out, which I have done. In fact, I did it in front of you and uh, Marcus Griffin I've and Marcus Hinkovich. Yes. Yeah. Um, now I shockingly was able to play golf again in like three weeks, but apparently Henrik threw his back out. He's gotten, um, he's gotten some work done, work out. He's, he's seen some, seen some physio and apparently word on the street is he feels good. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I think this is a good course for him. I think it's a good spot for Henrik. He needs to play well to, to advance to, uh, next week. So I like Henrik a little bit. Might feel that out for later in the week. But I do know he's feeling better right now. Yeah. Um, well, you know, this range for me, I think, is interesting. Because, you know, when you look at a field like this, you mentioned the strongest field ever when you look at uh, the world golf rankings. Um, I, I think there are a lot of these 6K gates. 6K guys. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll... Uh, <laughs> I think I'll take a 6K gay, please. <laughs> <laughs> We're camp. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. 
We are canceled. Yeah. You would think after the steel reserve, I'd be the one to say that. <laughs> Actually, it's pretty shocking that in six years of doing this, we've never said that before. Think of all the slurred speech that's gone down at the Tour Junkies podcast over six years. And that's the first time we've changed one letter in the word guys to gays. That's incredible. I, I, up, hey, hey cheers, cheers to us for that accomplishment. Yeah. So, I mean, we're like 300, we're like 300 something episodes in. I think that's good for us. Hell. God. You may have to keep talking. <laughs> so I get it together. You, did you mean Brian Gay? Was he, was he talking about him? <laughs> yeah, Brian Gay. I'm going with Brian Gay this week. Uh, and what I was trying to say is these guys, there's a lot of guys in here that are, are really good coffers, and they've made it into the top 125. So, I mean, you can't just say these, you know, that uh, you can't just write them off like any normal week on, P- on the PGA Tour with some of these 6K guys. So, my God, I'm losing it. Um, uh, I've already lost it. Again, um, really impressive. <laughs> that's not happened before. Anyway, um, I was even getting into some strategy talk, but I can't now. Oh, really? Wow. I just think that you can, uh, with with you know these guys down here in the six K range. <laughs> uh, it makes me want to go studs and duds, studs and duds in the six K range. Anyway, um. <laughs> Matt, Matt Wallace is 6,500. Oh, Matt Wallace yeah. could be a good play this week. I like a little Wallace here. Yeah. Um, I'm you know, he's had, a, he's had a very solid season uh, between the tour and the European tour. By the way, Matt Wallace finished top 10 at the Kazoo. The Kazoo. There was two Kazoos. Which Kazoo did he do? I don't know. It was one of the Kazoos. He <laughs> finished top 10. <laughs> Um, so that was after the Open Championship, uh, where he did make the cut and finished... Um, 40s something like that you look at the uh the stats for old uh matt wallace not not terrible you know he's top 50 in the field in ball striking and approach uh puts decent on bent grass greens and is a very good scrambler top 25 in the field so i like matt wallace there um i like aaron wise i think aaron Wise. you know here's the thing i have to like aaron wise this week and you know why because I said at the beginning of the year that I thought Aaron Wise would win a golf tournament, and this is really like maybe one of the last chances that I get for that to happen. So if I'm going to say that, i got to actually take Wise in the last tournament that he might play in this season. He is at 6,600. But you look at the stats for um, Aaron Wise, you know, 37th in ball striking, top 50 in approach, um, 32nd scrambling, um, you know, Pretty accurate off the tee. So I think Wise could be a decent play there at 6,600. My least um, favorite thing about Aaron Wise is bogey avoidance. He is bad. He makes big, he makes bogeys and bigger all the time. Yeah. Yeah. He, he is you. a high, he's like a, he's a good GVP play, high risk, high reward guy. Okay. Um, oh, that's a great idea. Josh Kistler just threw up in the chat. Yeah. And then the last, um, the last play for me is someone that we affectionately call Honey Mustard in the chat. <laughs> so if you want to know who that is, you're just going to have to get into the Nut Hut chat because uh, uh, I'm not going to tell you who it is. But that's... Uh, okay. You know. All right. Um, if we get one person from me just saying that into the chat, he wants to know who Honey Mustard <laughs> is, you let us know. You're, you're first... That's a sad person, whoever that yeah, is. Yeah, your first actual chat 
texting or whatever it is needs to be honey mustard. That's all you got to say. Who is honey mustard? Uh, who is Taco Supreme? You know what I mean? The first one that I see or that anybody picks up on, I may, yeah. I may shoot you a little TJ swag. Um, all right, Pat, it's time for the last segment of the night. We are two-minute men, and we are ready to build a two-minute DraftKings lineup together. We have to agree. We're going to say this is a GPP play. Now, Pat, let's try not to be so chalky, okay? We gave a lot of chalky picks. We're probably going to have to compromise a little bit. Let's try to leave a little cash on the table, as I would always advise that a little bit, especially if we're entering a big contest. Are you down for that? Can you keep the timer and not look at the chat? Yeah, I got the timer. Okay, we're going to have two on. minutes, not 2.20, two minutes. Two minutes to, to make a lineup together where me and Pat have to agree. Okay. Are you, are you ready? Do you, okay, you ready? Hang on. Tell me when. I'm not, I'm not ready. Okay. It's great radio. Okay, let's go. Let's go and tell me when to start the timer. Okay, ready and go. Do you, wanna, do you want top or bottom, Pat? Let's start with the bottom. Oh, okay. You've, I didn't think you were going to say that. Yep, okay. Yep. I, think you need, I think we need to go with... Um, McNeely? McNeely. Okay. Let's go with McNeely. Love that. McNeely. Oh, I put in Sloan by accident. Damn it. I, I'm doing the lineup. I'm doing the lineup. You do, okay. you do the clock. McNeely, I do like Sloan, though. Uh, how 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 uh, studs and duds heavy are we going to go here? We're going to go pretty heavy? Yeah, yeah, we're going heavy. Can I give you a name that I kind of like here for GPPs? I don't want to name you kind of like. I, I want to name mention. you really like. I want to name you really like. <sighs> a minute 20 left. Let's go. That's it? Yes. Okay. Strillman? Strillman? Yeah, Strillman. Strillman. Kevin Na? Can I get Kevin Na? Nope, nope. No Kevin Nye. Uh, right. Kokrak? Coming off yes, the miscut. Co-crack. Let's go Kokrak. Yep. Yep. Sam Burns. Nope. You turned me down last time, and that screwed you, huh? Okay. Mm, you going to throw out any names, or are we just going to do this? Shane Lowry. Yes, I like Shane Lowry. I like okay, that call. Where Shane. is he? Now, what do we have left? Where is he? Where is he? I can't find him. 7,500. I, I was way off. Samsonite. Shane Lowry, we have 10, 250 left. We, so we, we need to go up top. We need to go up top. Okay, let's go. Uh, I think we got to go Kawa. Okay, so we have 10 1 left. So Rory, JT, Bryson, Hovland, Answer, Scheffler, Berger, Decky. What if Rory's tempting right there? But yeah, Rory's. Answer? That's, no. that's, not, that's not strong enough. No, I think we go Rory. That only leaves $100 on the table. How much time do we have left? Yeah, I think either Rory or JT. Let's go JT. Okay, JT. Boom. Nine, eight. We got it. Seven. We got it. All right. We, we made that. All right. So the lineup is Jason Kokrak, Shane Lowry, Mav McNeely, Colin Morikawa, Kevin Streelman, and Justin Thomas. $300 salary left on the table. There you go. I feel good about those. Oh, yeah. I actually like all those. I do too. I'm a good, I'm a big fan. Okay. Hey. All right. Good stuff. We're going to go uh, hit the, I got to go piss because this, uh, the Steel Reserve's gone right through me. And then we're going to be back for the uh, betting show here in just a minute. Have a great week. Check out the betting show. Nut up or shut up. It's going to be great. May your screens be green. See ya. Out!